1: Brought to you by the Ad Council. Good Evening and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers transfer agenda show with a sparkly new intro there. Uh, all the way from the main man called Torley. Uh, a lot of complaints about the last one. I hope he's liked the new one. And um, I'm your host Keith Plunkett, and I'm joined tonight by Shawne Lawson. Shawnee, how are you?
2: Keith, I'm at the main shuffling the gaff down there to that intro. Yeah, that was fucking great, I'm isn't it? Great, <laughs> all good, you, mate. I'm all good. How did you
0: guys get to hear it? I can't, I couldn't hear it. It was, on, how do you hear it? I'm way behind technology. Can you ones. hear you us yeah, now, Grizz?
2: No, I can Grizz, hear you it'll be, guys fine. Grizz, will yeah, be on Spotify in the morning, don't worry. Yeah, that's oh, okay, it. be it. all
1: the kids will be singing it. Your kids will be coming yeah. in asking you to Shazam tomorrow. And obviously we are joined by Grizz Khan. Grizz, how are you, my friend? Yeah,
0: I'm good, man. A bit bit and warm. But...
1: Yeah. Right, Look, at, it's, it's the same everywhere, I think, isn't it? Poxy, whatever. Sure, what can you do? Yeah. Right. So... As everyone's aware, this is our transfer agenda show where we talk about transfers. It's not Liverpool specific. It's just any transfers that are happening across the football world. Although if there is Liverpool news, it will be Liverpool heavy. And... I suppose we can start off, lads, with the news that sort of broke earlier on today that Liverpool had lodged a bid of ten million pounds for Jamal Lewis. Uh, Grizzle, come to you first on this. Uh, what did you make? Uh, were you shocked by the by the bid and the subsequent um, fallout of the bid?
0: No, no. Uh, <laughs> the simple answers, um, but um, nah. when um, when the club have sort of made it so obvious in public that uh, this transfer, this name. Um, and if you notice, all the journalists got briefed at the same time yeah. to go and put it out there. It's usually a very positive sign. Um, the only time I think it backfired, well, apart from the VVD debacle, was the Fakir one, which was one in a million chance of, like, sort of him failing the second medical. But... It's usually a very positive sign. It's usually a sign that um, we've discussed this with Jamal and his, and his agent, and, and it's just a matter of appeasing Norwich, which at the moment they, you know, they hard the low balling, which is they've got every right to. You know, we do the same for our players. You know, as we've gone mm-hmm. on to, uh, but um, but I think it's um, it's just a matter of a couple of million extra. And then the promise of Adams and Jamal Lewis will be a Liverpool player,
1: I think. Yeah, I'd imagine that, Sean. What are you thinking? Do you think they'll go much higher than the bid they've supposedly put in? Or how do you feel it's going to play out?
2: No, I don't think he's worth much more than that, to be honest. Now, in fairness, 10 million is the rosary. And just before we came on there, I seen that Norwich uh, aren't happy with the bid. Uh, They've made it public that they thought it was the rosary. So I don't know it. It's. I. It seems to think like, I don't think Liverpool are outbidding anyone in this market. If anyone else goes in for the player, I think they'll get them, and it's nothing got to do with Paul or anything like that. I just don't see us getting dragged into these these games this year. Um, I we have plenty of other targets. Like that lad was playing tonight for Olympiacos, so I don't think um, Liverpool are going to be bullied into handing over twenty million. Uh, pound for a backup left back, let's be honest. Uh, it's just not, it's not in a makeup, uh, it's not an FSG's makeup, and I well, just can't. T- we either meet Norwich halfway or else we'll go and look at that Greek lad who was playing for Olympia because look, FSG, like team, uh, Julian Brandt was first choice ahead of Mo Salah. We went for Mo Salah. Mario Gauta was first choice ahead of Sad- uh Sadio Mane we ended up getting money. Uh, we know, we know from from history that Edwards and Cole will just move on if uh, Norwich aren't playing ball. Yeah, I tried, with... to,
0: I tried. I, I Sorry, Keith. Um, just wanted I to, to, add, to. Add, Just wanted to add. Norwich are in no position to to keep three left backs at the club. They're being silly. Um, they've already bought a replacement, the lad we were interested in from Coventry. The name slips my mind. I don't know if you used to know the name no. someone in the chat. I
2: know, got, they, I know they signed some lad um, who was part of Jamie Vardy's academy and he got him out of Coventry. That's the uh, one. I think, they, I think it's McCallum or something. McCallum something. He, yeah, yeah. yeah, one, yeah. Um, so, so, so he's very holy him. right. Yeah, they, he's yeah. holy right. So they'll probably go with him next year.
0: So they've already got him and they've also got who was originally their first choice left back sam byram as well so they've got if they you know if they want to keep three highly regarded left backs in the championship fair play to them you know yeah. who's going to argue but there's no way it's just a bit of they've got a very good um, lad in charge uh, this sporting director is very good but he's no michael edwards um We've, when we, as Shawnee says, there's no competition. We're, we're targeting players. Yeah. <laughs> it seems to be targeting players. We make it until we may not get into We're targeting players that there's not much competition for. And we've we've established they want us and we want them. So it's just a matter of a million or two here. I, I don't, I, but you asked, Sean the question, would we go much higher? I don't think we will. And the fact, and the reason for that is because, you know, I know we've made inquiries for other left-backs and good ones. Because I don't know if you guys watch this can't pronounce his name. The guy for Olympiakos. He was Simicast. class. He's class on yeah. the ball. He's good yeah. defensively. He's a speed and he, merchant.
2: And he he dealt with Troy right, tonight. He uh, dealt he looked, with him absolutely. He looked, he looked more at home against Troy right, tonight. So look, obviously, the thing is, we're looking for a backup left back and not someone to come in and start. So there's not actually huge pressure on us he's, to, f- 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 no. Uh, <coughs> to rush.
0: No, rush Jamal Jamal Lewis knows the situation he's facing in terms of coming to Liverpool. He knows he's four years younger than Robo. Time's on his side. Patience. He's got. He's going to be working under the best coach in the world, the best club in the world. He's desperate for this move. I, I, I just joke tweeted on, the, on just now saying he'll be on the phone to his agent after seeing that lad play for Olympiakos. He will want this wrapped up asap and our second bid will be accepted i'm i'm guessing twelve million plus a few add-ons and a salon fee and and Bob's your uncle.
1: David Fitzgibbon throws into the chat there that Norwich have no obligation to sell, I'm assuming that is. Um they've been prepared financially to handle relegation. Ten million was taken the piss. In some ways, yeah, I can I can see the point. I mean, their their spawn director came out and said that players won't be going for less than twenty million, but that's just that's just puffing your chest out, I think, and trying to make a statement. I mean, they can be prepared for relegation all they want, but they weren't prepared for COVID-19 and the implications of that. So there's, you know, for a team like Norwich to be, they can be very well-run and very savvy but the COVID hits everybody and if they have to balance books, look, they've other players they can sell and they can bring in and they think they can hold out. But they're, you know, Liverpool, as Shawnee has said and Grizz has said, you know, we're not looking for a left-back here. We're looking for a a sub, a replacement left-back to give Robbo a rest and, you know they can say twenty million all they want. I don't think they're going to get anywhere near twenty million. And there will be other players to look at, as we've touched on. Um, Timikasov, to Olympiakos is getting great reviews from from his game tonight. And I, does you know the figures that was mentioned for him? I think it was around seven or eight or something was what we were
2: talking. I think I think I read that they want fifteen million euros for him. Yeah. Uh but like the thing is, we live up like. They, Liverpool, the club, clearly briefed all of the usual suspects uh, with this whole Lewis thing. And I think they, I think in the heart of hearts, Liverpool knew 10 million was never going to be accepted. I think what yeah. they're doing now is they're trying to put the pressure on the player and his agent to make a bit of noise so that the move does happen at a fee lower than what Norwich expect. And I read today that... Um, Jamal Lewis is looked after by the same fella that looks after Trent. So Correct. And the director of football at Norwich is uh, one of Michael Edwards' disciples, so to speak. So I, to be honest with you, I think with all the noise being made, I think this is just a bit of posturing from Norwich. I think it'll happen. Uh, like Chris said, they're not going to keep three left-backs at the club in the, the championship. Yeah. I know, although uh, that lad made a brilliant point. Look, Norwich were ahead of the schedule going up to the Premier League last year and that's still in line to get to where they want to be in time. But um, I, I think it will happen. I just don't think we're going to be paying £20 million for a backup left-back, not a chance.
1: No, I don't think there's any way. I think they will, like I said, they'll look to other options. Um, I know, Grace you've mentioned some of the players that we were... Supposedly looking at, at left back positions, in your opinion, we've we've spoke about Jamal Lewis Sami um, Simicas was another one, Um there was a lot of leads you were talking about before. Was it Leif Davis?
0: Leif Davis, and there was a guy from Vitas Arnhem. Again. Max Clark,
1: yeah, Max Clark. Clark, and then there was so, the young Argentinian lad you mentioned as well,
0: yeah. So, uh, these, all these names. The funny thing is, the, or the, or the, or the obvious thing is, or the weird thing is, however, you look at it. All these names I was given in the same week, and a week later, we've gone for Jamal Lewis and, and the other and Greek lad. Uh, people like Mel Reddy and James Pierce have just mentioned, they've thrown this name just out there. Yeah. So just to get things going, like, so we've gone for Jamal Lewis, is obvious, because he's the only one we've actually put a bid in for. But then we've just thrown a name out there saying, look, all alternatives will be looked at. And and that's the exact information I got. Look, we're not gonna pay more than 12, 10, 12 million max, twelve million. Yeah. Otherwise we're gonna go on. And we will. I think we will, but I don't think we'll need to. I
1: think and we're that, getting, we're that's, that's the that's the point I'm trying to get to, Sean, is what Grizz is saying there. You know, we're not gonna pay over the odds and all the players were being linked with and we'll come on to centre backs in the world as well. They're all in around the same sort of price. That were being linked yeah. to, you know, we're not others. We're in the oh. enviable position where we're not looking to strengthen our first team, our first eleven. We're just yeah. supplementing a squad, so we yeah. don't have to go mad on signings.
2: Exactly, like and like I said, there's there's no pressure to get this done. Like as of yet, the the transfer window is going to run on until the, I think it's the fourth week of October. So we're not under any big pressure here to get this over the line because I don't think this club's queuing up to take Lewis off Norwich's hand either. And that's not a slight on him. I don't I don't think that's not a slight on him as a player. I think he's a really good player, but obviously he's a young lad now who smells the opportunity to be involved in a setup like Liverpool. Like he's not gonna kind of turn it down. And to be honest with you, I don't see Norwich um getting in his way. To be honest I think it I think it will be sorted out. I think he'll be a for sign.
1: Yeah. I think they've played their hand, haven't they, by bringing in the other left back. I think, as he's about said, they, they've sort of not shot themselves in the foot, but they've weakened their position a bit. Now, now that they're carrying three left holes, it's, it's pretty obvious that they're, they're willing to move on. Uh, Jamal Lewis and um, whether they get the bid and they want, eh, uh, I can't see it happening myself. Um, but so we, I suppose it's a watch this space. As we said, the, the reporters, the usual suspects of all start releasing. It. So they obviously got briefed on it. And as Grizz said, the, the backup name started to drip out and that. And another name I want to move off from the left back that's getting mentioned now, Paul Joyce was mentioning about an interest is Ishmael Sar of Watford. It looks like, again, there's been sort of radio silence over the last few weeks and now we're starting to hear names coming out from the, the press pack. Um, Sean, he'll come to you. Do you think there's anything in the SAR or is he a player that you can see Liverpool going for? Is he a player you'd like to see them going for?
2: Definitely. I reckon there's definitely something in it because look at the profile. Uh, he's relegated. He's young. He's moldable He's Mane's little brother, so to speak. And he's kind of exactly what we're looking for at the moment there. Uh, cover for the wide lads and he can play off left or right and he terrorised us in both games this year both at Anfield and at their place yeah. so um, I'd imagine Sarah is definitely one that what, like they said Paul Joyce says we're monitoring so we're obviously looking at the situation there with Sar and I'd imagine if he's up for grabs uh, we will be in the hat but it's just becoming more and more apparent to me that this whole summer is gonna hinge on always getting players out because yeah. um if you look at the overlay I'm not gonna use the the term net spend because I think it's a bit wanky to be honest. <laughs> if you look at the overlay nearly every season under FSG, it's never really it's never massive. They've we've never spent way more than, than has gone out. So I think it will it depend on the likes of a Rigi going, Shakiri going, Wilson going uh, of gone in for for the likes of Sar. Um, I don't know what his asking price is. I don't know what what for they're looking for, but they're another the side in a position where look, he's not going to play in the championship. He's too good to play in the championship. And um, I'd imagine that there will be a few suitors for him. Um, but yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love to see him brought in. But the the other the the caveat of all of that is that yeah yeah potentially signing another fella who's going to be after the AFCON when it eventually does come yeah. around so um, it's something that we'd have to be wary of but yeah Sarr would be someone who I'd like to see come in and back up the, the front three yeah excellent stuff
1: and Grizz, what about yourself have you heard anything about phase or anything a likely phase for what's our, what Sarr where are we looking are we looking 20 mil what's the
0: no I haven't heard nothing on sir, but Mr Paul Joyce has said it so there must be some truth to it yeah uh, and as Sony says he fits the profile. Absolutely fits the profile. If you're asking, would I like to would I go for him? I personally wouldn't. I know I'm probably in the minority. You know, most of everyone's like, oh my God, SARS the perfect replacement and etc. I get he's raw, I get he's young. I get he's sort of we're looking a year or two down the line with him. I just I just don't think I just don't think we should be buying players for one, two years later now. I think we're in it for the now. I think we need to get an attacker that's just under the level of the three that we got. I know it's very difficult to get the level of attacker that we've got, but we've got to aim slightly higher. If you asked me this a couple of years ago, I would have said, wow, this is a Liverpool signing, FSG signing, FSG's profile,
2: everything. I think we were um, we were we were linked with him before he even went to Watford. Yeah, I think, probably. if I remember okay. correctly, yeah. Um, so. I,
0: I, I, they bought him for thirty million. So let's just say the minimum they'd want is forty. Especially, you know, they bought him for thirty just a season ago. Now, I like, I like to think our scouting is a bit more advanced than whoever gives us a terrible time. We look to go sign for All <laughs> right. Because I get that he gave us a terrible time and I get, you know, Klopp and Cole do actually look for players' testimonies when they're looking at other players. So they do so so they would ask the likes of Virgil, who's giving you, you know, we're looking at this kind of player, how was he to play against? And that's very crucial and important. I think it's it's undervalued at times to ask, you know, your own players if you trust them, you know, who was a nightmare to play against. For me, um, you know, it definitely makes sense in terms of FSG price age profile the African nation thing yeah but I don't think by the time the African nation comes I don't think we'll have all our quarter of African players Um, but it's my listen if Edwards and Cole think he's good enough then he must be but just me just by my layman's point of view from watching him I think we can aim higher I'd call him very raw at the moment
1: it's a hard one really to to fit in a, a world star, and I know you're not saying a world star, Grizz. I'm not saying. I'm not mm-hmm. saying you're saying we're getting a lead player in there. But it's a hard position to fill. A backup striker. I think we spoke about this before on other shows. Mm-hmm. It's it's a pox of a position because who's realistically going to be happy going in there, knowing yeah. that they're probably not going to break into the team as much. Now, we spoke about Jamal Lewis signing for Liverpool and the reality being and probably getting 10 games in next season if he's lucky, under study to Robertson. But he could probably look at that and say, right, look at Danny Ings. You played there for a couple of years. You get a move. You're still young. It's only going to help you sort of train him with Liverpool, train him with Klopp, which is fair enough. The same could be said for the likes of Asard. He's very mouldable. He's still raw, but he's he's a player that... You know, I think he's good because he's unpredictable. You know, you can put him yeah. in, you can throw him in the number of positions in the front there and he, he doesn't run in straight lines and he doesn't um, he, he doesn't stay still. You know, he's, he's, he's a bit of a live Um, Shawnee Lawson's giving it a laugh there. Is, is that because your bro was throwing in comments, is it? Are
2: we? No, no. Like, fucking, so many years I'm adding the chat, honest to God, Origi plus... Wilson plus fifty million for Stancho. Jesus Christ. Let me know when you wake up, pal. For fuck's sake, yeah. I'm, this is mad. Like I, I, people are going mad in the chat saying we're not splurging out money. Money banging out big bleeding fees doesn't necessarily guarantee it success. Like yeah. if 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 the way it goes now is if we had to turn around and said, Oh, do you remember that lad who played past Salzburg who ripped us a new one in the two games? Uh, Minimum. Oh yeah. Well, we're signing them next week for 30 million. Everyone will be gone playing. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Like we've FSG have never done this any other way. whatever comes in this summer is purely dependent on what goes up. Purely dependent on what goes well, up. Well, SAR
0: is definitely one to keep an eye on in terms of it's not going to be sort of done in the early part. It's as as I think Sean said or you said, um, it's definitely going to be one that's. If we have the funds and then he's still available and assess the situation and Watford got to sell their stars as they have to, you've got to remember they've just sacked a manager. They're in the championship. Decore and Saar will be their assets and they will have to sell them if they want to reinvest in the team. Um, it's one to look at sort of later on after the likes of Rawson uh, because according, uh, you know according to the, the, my source, we haven't had a single bid for the likes of Wilson, Gruet, Shaqiri. So we're going to wait for getting rid of these players first. See if what we what, what kind of funds we have, and then we're going to look at probably probably we're going to look at out later on the window. But you know, it, it wouldn't be for me.
1: Yeah, it does is, you know, we talk about, Gris, you make a good point there. Teams, we want, we want to sell these lads quick to see what we can do, but other teams aren't going to be rushed into buying either. You know, like Grujic chat I, I heard to Berlin, he, he'd sort of, he was doing brilliant for them and then he'd come out with the team. And then the talk was, yeah, they're, they're going to bid for him. Well, they're not going to rush and get, do us a favor and give us 20 odd million for Marco Grujic so we can sort their funds out. Harry Wilson, I mean, I think we're screwed on Harry Wilson, to be honest, unless we can offload him to uh, a fill with money. But this summer, is they're going to be, you know, promoted teams at the Fulham full of my fields, but they might have learned from last time they were in the Premier League I just can't see who's going to pay money for the likes of Harry Wilson and as someone pointed out in the chat earlier and I can't remember who it was if Harry Wilson isn't taking your set pieces what is he doing and he won't be taking them for us So well we
0: nearly we nearly you know we so so sad to see Bournemouth go down because we would have robbed them again they had a, a 23 yeah. million deal obligation to buy if they stayed up, Wilson, that loan was going to be made permanent. I know that that's another fact, but um, that's gone down the pan as well. So you're right. I can't see anyone spending fifteen. 20, well, you could see fifteen million for Wilson, but we were looking at twenty three million, twenty five yeah. million. Do you know what I mean? So our if, valuations for our players will have to go down. But uh, you know, we, we'll come to that. I suppose
2: club said himself, like patience is going to be required in this window. Yeah, like this. We're normally done and dusted before the the lads are back training, but I don't think that will be the case this time. I think uh, it is going to take time because there will be scrambles around. I know COVID is, people are saying post COVID, but we're not really post COVID. We're still sort of in the middle of this thing in terms of football. Yeah. So we don't actually know um, how long this is going to go on for, but there is going to be, the, the, the picture will be much clearer. By the time that the window closes, I reckon. So, I'd say come the end of September, start of October, clubs will start to know okay, but what ballpark are we in? And yeah, then, exactly. and exactly. then, and then you'll see that the bids coming in for these uh, for the dead weights, so to speak.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Ernie White throws an interesting one in the chat. Um, it, This is a player that I, I would be interested in hearing your opinions on. Right? Memphis to play. Leon in financial trouble. Maybe a Regi going the other way could make sense for both teams. The profile of Memphis is the type of player I think that would do brilliant for us because he can play in the wide positions and he can play centrally. I don't know how, you know... Leon in financial trouble. I don't know how realistic that is. They have a few other gems i are going to move on and talk about some of them later on. But is he a player that you would be interested in, Shawnee? Would it be someone that you could see or is he even aiming too high for a Memphis Depoy? say it would still be talking big books, Wouldn't you tell him what to
2: though? It, it's price dependent for me. Mm. I think Depoyer is a decent player. But to be honest, if I was taking anybody from Leon, it'd be Owar uh, Awar yeah. to play in the midfield because... Uh, that's long game and that would be more even in strategy with FSG because yeah. although the, the Allem situation is unclear at the moment and there's still talk of Thiago I think if you're snatching up a wire now who I who I heard is available for 50 million yeah. um yeah th- that's a bargain and that's that's doing your business before it needs to be done and that would be addressing an issue with Genie that's likely to come around next summer because look if he hasn't signed by now it looks like he won't and people are throwing in a shout there about uh deploy he is coming off the back of a bad acl injury so yeah. we have previous where uh, leon yeah. and dodgy knees so uh That's it's true. not one that i could see happening to be honest
1: no it's 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 probably not a realistic one the other side of that was the origi going the other way um I know Gray's we've we've heard rumors of um, a bid coming in for a Rigi was was that a genuine bid from Villa, do you know, or is yeah. it just
0: Yeah, no a bid a bid in from Villa. Again, other clubs are gonna try to low bull our players. Yes. It is gonna be the way. Um seventeen mid seventeen million bid was refused today. Um but that's we we that's these are the kind of things as only says we're gonna have to be patient with. Assess the situation. Just like Norwich said, piss off. We said piss off. Just like Norwich want twenty million, we went in the region of thirty million. And it's, it's 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 to be seen if if they want to come back with more. Um, I don't know if they're going to come back more. For what's Villa's situation like? There were I we read in the papers a few days ago or something that they've got like funds to play with. The managers could be given hundred million. So that would indicate they have got money and they want to come back. They haven't got a decent striker there. That's Samata's absolute, using Sean Lawson's words, trousers. He's absolute Mm -hmm. trousers, that's Samata. Uh, The other kid, they've got a young kid who plays up front. He's decent. But Villa need a striker. But um, from what I've heard as well, again, is like, unlike Jamal Lewis scenario where we've lowballed Norwich, but Jamal Lewis wants to come to us. I've heard Divock didn't like, didn't want to know about this bid. So that's 17 million bid is a waste of time at at this stage. But I know Wolves inquired about him as well uh, a week ago, a couple of weeks ago. So again, one to keep an eye on. Um, But sorry to go back to the Leon and Depay situation. He's one we monitored as well last season. I like Depay. I think he's a class above Saar and I think he's a class below our boys.
1: So he's so, the type yeah, that you're so uh, be that looking at.
0: at. Mm. Yeah, so he's the type that I'll be looking at. He's the type, again, like Mo, would have a point to prove coming to UK again after his Man United um, nightmare. That's the kind of player, I'm not saying Depay now because I haven't watched him for a little while now, so I don't know what he's like after his injury. We know that injury can basically change players' careers. So I don't know what he's been playing like. I don't know if anyone in the chat's watched um, Depay um, recently, but but he's the type of player, just the class in terms of levels. He's the level of player that I would look for, and he's and he's coming down to his last year of contract. Yeah, so Ritz be, is
1: just after uh, saying that last year of the contract. There
0: you go. So he'd be he'd be he'd be forty forty million as well. Thirty forty million would get him same price as Saar probably. So. Yeah. Something like that. I mean, I haven't heard his name this time around, but yeah. I've you know, you know, heard his name linked before. But with the with the Origi situation, it's clear. We get anything around 30 million Origi's going. And that gives us some wedge to play with. Do you know what I mean? But it's a patient game. It's, it's, it's a patience game. We've got to wait for people to come in with bids. For example, Wolves may be bracing themselves for a bid for one of their stars, which will give them wedge. Which yeah. would give them money to play with Do you know what I mean? So, And they've certainly been extras. linked
1: before Yeah, they've certainly been linked With um with Origi Before in the past as well Um, A, a few people saying about uh, Hossamauer that Juventus Are looking at putting a bit in and City Had the red-hot favourites City, you know, there's been constant links there With Man City before, but um, I agree, I think he's one that you'd be looking to Right, well there might not necessarily be a position At the moment in the midfield for him that will be next season because we know if Genie's going to run down his contract and Milner be another year old, that you're getting in ahead of the curve and you're putting a player in, that'll be up to speed by the time it comes to actually getting into the team. So it makes sense to look at that. But whether they would do that or not, we don't know. Um, It's it's not something that FSG have tended to do in the past, certainly overspending on, on players. Uh, before we move off Liverpool, there's a new centre-back link that's come out. Um, do you have any info on this one, Grizz?
0: Yeah, it's not come out yet. I'm about to bring it out now.
1: Well then, well, but before we go any further, I hope you just haven't um, in the chat, we've 89 likes, we've nearly 300 people watching. Like and subscribe because we've got a breaking news, Grizz Can special coming up here now about a new target for Liverpool. So, Grizz... Take it away. So,
0: so I mean, I didn't even know the nationality about this player until Sean French. told me he's French. Yeah, uh, but Avan um, and from yeah, Frankfurt—that's the name I was given today. Uh, apparently, um, German, young young French player that plays in the Bundesliga for Frankfurt, mm. very highly thought of. One of their under twenty-three golden generation, so to speak. Yeah. They've got loads of them, haven't they? And he's in that category. Um apparently he can play left back as well. Yeah. Um so play left back. Okay, well that's the name. I don't know much about him, but that's the name I've got today. Over to you guys in terms of profiling as a
2: player.
1: Shani, have you on Indica?
2: Yeah, he looks the business. Uh yeah. uh it's he's one of these this crop of um, french players that's coming through now i i don't sit around watching all mad football all day but in the past two summers i watched two tournaments the under 23s tournament and the under 20s tournament in poland and france had a mental team a mad team they had zagado they had saliba they had Indike, all in the back line they had gwendozy uh they have players like camavinga he looks the business and to be honest uh well, I, I was reading earlier on in the summer. Like, obviously, I was thinking he's in Frankfurt, he's not going to be there for that long. Uh, that I actually thought that PSG had already sold him up and signed him, but uh, it's obviously not the case. And then I seen the likes of Arsenal being linked with him, and uh, yeah, he's really good. Uh, can play left back as well, he's versatile, brilliant on the ball, brilliant in the year, strong, like, really quick. And one, uh, like I said, like a pure FSG player, like yeah. one we could take and turn into an absolute superstar beside Van Dijk and alongside Gomez. D- one I who could t- really t- push I- away.
0: I did tell Keith to do some homework. I've done loads of homework
1: on him. I have I can tell you right that he's Cameroon in born, but he's played at France underage at every level. He hasn't been capped for the national team yet. So he can play left full. He's six foot three, right? So he's a big guy. I'd seen him before and anyway, when Frankfurt were doing well last season. I was aware of him. He's six foot three, but he's really, really quick.
0: How much did they buy him for?
1: I don't know how much they paid for him. They got him from Auxerre and I wouldn't imagine it was big money. Um, mm. I think honestly.
2: they're only looking for about twelve million for him. Yeah, see, that's oh, the see. thing. That's that's the,
1: but build, uh, what build build came out and uh, said that's what they they get see, for him is twelve million. So
0: this makes sense then. But we oh yeah, it.
1: it's in the profile of all the, the the figures as we said about Jamal Lewis on the left backs. Liverpool don't want to go over a certain threshold, and it seems to be the same for the centre backs. The, when I was looking at. Um, I was looking him up because Grizz told me about this one earlier and we were just looking like I said I'd seen him playing for Frankfurt it was the last season they had a good run to the UA, in the UEFA Cup and he was a good player but what and I don't mean this in a bad way right? Ra- Robbie
2: Richmond of, Robbie Richmond that's a great show like that's exactly what he's like
1: yeah well I'm gonna I'm gonna take the legs out from underneath that one I think he's like Mamadou Sacco and bear with me on this
2: it's yeah, these- he's like he's like Mamadou Saka without the cat name.
1: Yeah, that's
2: it. Looks what, like he, you know he's, what that, that, he's yeah. in control
1: of his legs, like you see, he knows what's going on. That's that exactly it. what I was going to say, Sean. He's he's big like Sacco, he's strong like Sacco, but he's also very quick. And Sacco was quick as well, you know, he was a center back, left sided center back who was comfortable on the ball. But Sacco always looked like a nervous wreck, you know what I mean? It's like the ball was in his feet and all that when he had it and he didn't know what he was going to do. And Dicker looks much more composed on the ball than Sacco did. But he's that sort of, okay. you know, strong, quick, good in the air. Like he's, he does seem to have a lot of plus points. Do you know, I'm not going to pretend I've seen him playing a hundred games for Frankfurt, but I've seen him play. He played
2: tonight, actually.
1: He was playing yeah. tonight. He played left back tonight. So, okay. so that's a, Thanks, yeah, something that's good to know that he can play left back. Well, and that's, at
2: the moment, because as, as, Gri- as soon as as soon as said it to me earlier, I was thinking, Jesus Christ, that'd be fucking, that'd be a snip. That would be completely yeah. cutting out the middleman before he. Because this is the typical signing where you see him ending up at Dortmund, and you're mm. like, yeah, yeah, and he just progresses nicely. He turns out to be a 23, 24 year old who either goes to play for the top side in Europe or just makes the jump up the so boy. You, you
0: guys have got me really excited now because I wasn't given a price or anything, and so I didn't know. What kind of price we're looking at, but yeah. since you mm. guys have told me they're looking at about 12 million,
1: yeah, that's I mean, what Bill is an inquiry. So I'll, I'll
0: keep an eye on it if it develops. Yeah. So I'll tell him no, Bill reported
1: that the 12 million would be the price that's all they'll get wow. from. That's there is interest bloody. from Liverpool and Arsenal looked at him in March, and then PSG were looking at him as well, and Spurs and Southampton. So there's a lot of teams that are looking at him now. He does fit the profile of what what Liverpool and what FSG kind of like, you know, if they get a 20 year old for it's 12 just, million, and cover them. It's
2: just mad. Like when you, you see City spending like 41 million on that they, they mustn't do any scouting at all because no, they'd be looking at, they should be looking at players like this and a fella. This yeah. is the problem. It's well, not to go on a rant about City, but this is what their problem has been. They've always just tried to go gun and go with a big name for a big price, whereas they could have brought him in for a quarter uh, a gauge price and developed them. You know what I mean? But they have no interest in doing that. So it, it, it's weird. If we if we pull this would be a great one if we could pull it off. Like this is one of the there's so many of those French lads around at the moment. There's Zagadou, there's the two lads that's at uh, Leipzig. and of them. Yeah, yeah,
1: a he's not and yeah, up
2: and, yeah up and he could be like the next. We could just get him now. If we could get him, it would completely like it'd be like buying Van Dyke from Celtic, so to speak, yeah, in, in a lesser scale.
0: My, my man Abby makes a brilliant point, quite a funny point, actually. Shout out to my man Abby. He says, Our scouts are from the city, we nick them. So basically yeah. they're making all the, and City are making all these sort of the most obvious and expensive buys. But do you know, the good thing about this though is, and it's definitely, definitely positive for me, and it should calm the fan base a bit down, is that we rewind the timeline three or four weeks ago, and it was near enough doom and gloom, even though it fucking shouldn't have been, right? Yeah. But now these names that I've heard come out sort of from the left back, and boom, we go and make a bid for a left-back. It's official, positive. Now I'm hearing centre-backs. I've heard three four names. One, I'm, I'm going to try to do a bit more research on because one's a, a crazy name. We will save it for the next Tuesday show. It's a crazy name, but I'm going to do some research on it. But now I expect us to go and sort of go and make a bid for a centre-back, so we're active. And we're active in the areas that us fans thought we'd be active. Like we wanted a cover for left-back boom, we're active, we're, we're trying things, we're making inquiries on players, I know that for a fact. We said, as soon as we sold Degs, we said, fuck, we ain't relying on Matic, Gomez, Virgil, and we're not waiting for Vir- uh, what's his name? Hoover and the other lad to step up. Yeah, I don't want to say his name even, because you know what I'm about, him, Keith. Yeah, yeah, not a fan, not a but, fan. But, 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 but again, we're trying to address it by these links, and it's brilliant the way we do it, In terms of whatever, I'm assuming most clubs do it this way, but we seem to be brilliant at it and our record has proven so that we get three or four, you know, and they're equally as good as each other. We don't have to sort of drop in quality in terms of the alternatives. So, for example, Ben White was mentioned. You know, we know what Shawnee thinks about Ben White. In fact, I think, same, I I, I rate Ben White highly. You know, uh, you rate the Mandy chat. You know, fairly decent. You think you'd be solid purchase on yeah. today's link. And they can, you know what I mean? So, we're the alternatives in terms of the group of center backs we're looking for are solid and they wouldn't come in straight away and be sort of.
1: But there's also partners. Kabak as well. There was another one, Grizz, and yeah. in around the same same sort of price range. Uh, Rich, I want to touch on that. Rich threw up a comment uh but Keith, center back, left back hybrids won't be effective for us. Left backs have to attack. <laughs>
2: Rufus, did City sign poor Balakay, <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> I'm on a tour. Rufus, he felt his muscles and he liked them. For you know. fuck's
1: sake! The surprise you with City with that the defenders. You know what I mean? That they're crazy at it.
2: They? I'm delighted because if they could fucking pick a defender to save the name, we wouldn't be anywhere near them for fuck's sake.
1: Yeah, it's great. You know, Pep just scatter guns on them. But with the point about the left-back hybrids, look, I agree, you know, a left-back in the Liverpool team, you don't want centre-backs playing out there. It's like Gomez playing at right full. But there's a difference, and I'm not saying this is different, but if you look at, let's say, Nordi Morkiella at Leipzig, he was a right-back centre-back. He's a big six-foot-two or six-foot-three. He bombs up and down that right wing as well for them. So these French lads that are coming up are very very quick very athletic players as well now i'm not saying they can he can go in and do the job but it's not like you're putting a uh, mings for example he was a left back center back hybrid i don't think he'd flourish in their team at all so they're probably looking at a profile right if they want them that you could do the bow positions they're not going to look at a, a, a lumbering center back and think he can play left back in their team i mean we all know that you can't do that Sure, the the guys like Michael Edwards and all that are going to know this as well. So I wouldn't be worried too much about that, um, to be honest with you. But it, it's an interesting one to watch. You know, um, th- there are players that will come out. As Grizz pointed out there, we've gone from having no links and being told there'll be no signings. And now they're starting to creep out. Now the names are starting to come. And they're the type of names that I like. I hate when you see links to Kulabali, right? We're not going to sign Kula Bali. Why would we sign Kula Bali? We're being linked with the likes of Screenier, great player, young player, not going to sign a player like that. Liverpool are going to look at these 10, 20 million pound players to supplement the squad and move them in. It's the Min and type of signing that we all spoke about as well. That hasn't hit the ground yet, but give it time. and it We haven't...
2: We haven't moved away from what goes to the dance.
1: When you get a ticket for not wearing your
2: seatbelt, it comes from the police. And from your mother. And your best friend.
0: And your family. We
2: want you to buckle up
1: every trip, every time. Three out of four people ejected from a vehicle in a crash will die. If you won't do it for yourself, do it for us. We like having you around. Click it or ticket. A message from the Michigan Office of Highway Safety
2: Planning. People need to realise that, yeah, we're at the top table now, and look, there's no money and all coming in, but we're still doing things the same way. Yeah. Like, the only thing that FSG are enabling now with this commercial side and all these big deals is that when we have to, we will do the business. So we didn't have any depth when we saw Catina. We didn't know anybody, anything. We were able to yeah. sign Virgil and Allison. Like there's a process in place, and it does sound a little bit cliche to say trust the process. Look, Gary Neville hit the nail on the head. If Liverpool had to remain sustainable and be successful over a period of time, their recruitment will have to remain perfect, and yeah. that's what it's been so far. And that it's a fair criticism to have. It's not really a criticism. Like you can't run around and say, yeah, well they need to keep getting it right. Like there's nothing to say that we won't. You know what I mean? Like everything is in place here.
0: This chat's Uh, chat's getting hot, man. Sorry, guys, don't mind me. But um,
2: it's it's like yeah, you do strengthen from a position of strength. But everyone was losing their shit last season when when we had a quiet window. We we just need we just need the squad propped up a little bit, and there's no reason we can't go again.
1: That's it. And it it, it is just um, propping the squad. As we've said, we're not looking to improve the first 11. You can improve your overall squad by making sensible moves. And if we go back to the likes of Jamal Lewis or whether it's Simicas, or whether it's, you know, whoever, Leif Davis or whatever, a left-sided player, left-footed player to cover for Andrew Robertson immediately. Improves us. Not that Milner does anything wrong with Milner at left back, but having a left-footed option there of a decent player will give us better balance in the squad, and that's what Liverpool have to do. The other teams, Man City, spending forty-one million on Nathan Ake and still looking at maybe Bali as well. You know, they're... that's the
2: thing. See, that's the difference between us and City, right? So City bought Ake and the link to Bali. When FSG, I spend the money on these players. They look at Jamal Lewis, say, right, ten million. Okay. If he turns out to be really good, what can we do with him in five years? Okay, that, there's, there's room to grow there. We'll make money. If he turns out to be average, what can we do with him in probably 18 months to two years? Oh, yeah, we'll still make money on him. They look at everything like that. They're money men, the sports investment group. Moneyball is not as enforced as it used to be, but they're still always thinking the long game. Now, this is why the Thiago thing is interesting because it's, it's – it's outside the realm of what we normally do but at the same time it makes sense with the genie situation yeah. do you know what I mean
1: it does and it's one that while well, there's nothing happening at the moment every so often it crops its head up Grizz I want to come back to you Tiago, have you any heard anything new on Tiago? are you losing faith no. in Thiago to live or are you thinking it's Shaun, just to sit back and watch this space my
0: last message to Shawnee, he just needs to reiterate it. I'm not I'm not talking about Tiago. I've said until the Champions League is over there's nothing to come out of it and nothing will come out of it so uh,
2: Read I'm from sorry that I'm to people. I think what I think what came out today was fairly telling on Thiago yeah like it, what, Paul Joyce who has been who came out about Sarah and come out about Lewis said today if like he didn't even say that we will exactly go he said if Genie leaves this summer which there's no indication that they will Liverpool might go for Thiago. They may go for Thiago. It'll enable them to go for a Thiago, a midfielder. And um, I don't know. I, I just like Chris said, we're not going to know Anthony until the end of the Champions League, anyway. Yeah. But it, it, I don't know. I I can't see it happening personally. As much as I'd love it, I yeah. don't see it happening.
1: The more it goes on, it's not looking likely. If Genie's not moving on to spend that money. Well, it is a bargain for a player of Thiago's calibre. It's not a need that we have realistically, you know. I well-stacked in midfield.
0: It's good um, we record all these podcasts
1: now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. can come back and, uh, yeah. you know, I like that, Grizz. I like that little sitting back there like uh, the, the Queen of Sheba <laughs> there, the cat that got the cream. <laughs> and what you got,
2: like, I like Do you that, know what either. CAN stands for, don't you? What's that? What does CAN stand for, Grizz? It depends
1: which language. But it could mean anything. In terms
2: to, ask. If you're to someone as a can, it's a king. Am I right? There you yeah. go. I learned that from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> there
1: you go. Picking the things up. Well, knowledge shared was on the day trippers as well, which is knowledge. which is great. Knowledge, it's knowledge. All about the knowledge. knowledge. Um. Ed, so that seems to be all there is. If there's anyone else to talk about from a Liverpool point of view,
2: lads? Um
1: links Abi, that you have heard
2: I'll be throwing a great one there, we're going to get onto him later
1: yeah we are going to get onto him so yeah. we'll hold fire on that Abi, I won't tell you which one it is but um, we are going to be talking about one of those two players uh, in a few minutes but I want to just quickly move on to some of the other transfer stuff that's happening out there in the world at the moment lads, have you heard much about the David Silva to Lazio talk
2: I oh, was just saying yeah. uh, Romano was saying that it's close yeah, it's, it's the his, it his makes sense, been it? over it. there. That's it makes kind of sense. Are they back in
1: the
0: so Champions over? League? They
1: they got confirmed yes. tonight, I think. I think they were confirmed tonight. They fell off a cliff, didn't they, with the COVID? They were second in Serie Ad. They were only a couple of points behind Juve. And they were doing the, the old Brendan Rodgers one game a week. Brilliant. <sighs> no distractions and then COVID came back and they were playing three games a week and they absolutely fell to bits they didn't have the squad didn't have the squad to, put, to keep her up a few injuries and all that so they're an interesting team I think Immobile is the top uh, 35 goals he got he's the, the golden bid winner in Europe so a decent yeah. squad there uh, and they still have Airboy, Luis Alberto. Um, that weird Joe of Leading chunk of change if they can sell him he's doing like he's well actually him. there hasn't he yeah he's doing great he's linked with something 60 odd million pound moves now but he looks like he's going to sign a new contract, which will our their cell on. But yeah, fair like so play to Lucas. Them. They've got Lucas Leibold as well, our
0: boy Lucas as well.
1: Player of the year every year.
2: For we're a, a model to get them. I was thinking we won't get Napoli next year. We won't have a poxy no. away trip to to Italy at some stage in the autumn. But yeah. we're a model to get that's them.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a Awful shower. Awful shower. Good lads, you know, but... <laughs> It'll be a, a bit of a mad one already, um, but Silva's been linked there. Now, I thought he was going to to Miami. Is that Beckham's team into Miami? I thought he was being linked with that, and before going back and going to is it Las Palmas or Tenerife, one of those Canary teams, I think he's from the Canaries, uh, and he was going to go back and play there, but looks like he's going to Lazio, a great player, Serie A. Yeah, why not put him in there? He can sort of go for another couple of years. He's like that he's that
2: good. He probably end up playing hole in midfield there or something. That's yeah. how good he is.
1: But that's what I mean. The slower pace league could slower be right pace. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. T- more tactical game,
0: slower pace. Silver, give Silver time on the ball. He'll he'll, he'll ruin you still. So he'll he'll, yeah. he'll he'll do fine there. He'll do fine. Yeah,
1: there. it'll be it'll be an interest one of the goals too. And william into Arsenal has that been signed yet? No, no. It looks... Yeah, it's a three-year deal, I see that there. Um, Three plus offering... one option.
0: Yeah. Which is a killer. A week. I, I was talking to some other mates today about that, and it's such a... He's such an Arsenal-type player in terms of when he's hot, he yeah. can... He, you know, he's really hot. But usually he's not hot, and he's rubbish, and he hides, and he's quiet. And that's Arsenal for you. You get you bully Arsenal a bit, and look what happens to Arsenal. You press Villain you you play tough against him and he doesn't want to know. But give him time, space, and when he's on his day, he looks brilliant. He's done well at Chelsea. He may do okay at Arsenal, but it's definitely not what Arsenal need right now. It's not. I can't see that being an Arteta signing per se. I mean, Arteta's trying to mould this into a young, energetic, pressing, high-energy Arsenal team, which is just totally what not William is, to be honest with you. So from that aspect, it doesn't make sense. Financially, it doesn't make sense. You know, they're paying him X amount and they're giving him a three-year yeah. plus one deal. He's 31 yeah. or something, 32. Yeah. Good luck to him. Good luck the to good Arsenal. Point, just uh, st- it just stinks of Arsenal that, that one. It's yeah. good point by
1: agrees there about not an, uh, an architect and uh, Sian, would you agree with that? Does this one stink of an A deal? Maybe a Brazilian bringing
2: in yeah, a Brazilian? Yeah, it, it does seem to be away from the sort of culture that Arteta is trying to create there at Arsenal at the moment. And look, it's bad. It's very, very bad press for for Arsenal after just uh, letting go yeah. 55 of that staff. Now, obviously, that's the owners. You couldn't wouldn't hold that against the Arsenal. I'd say that's something that the club have previous with morally. Uh, it's just that's a decision that's being made by Kroenke in Fucking Tampa Bay or whatever he's resigned. Los Angeles. Um, Willie he, and he's been a great player in the Premier League for Chelsea. But up until COVID, he he didn't he didn't feature. He hardly featured, and yeah. he looked like he was playing for a contract towards the back end of the, the Chelsea career. And um, Chelsea were willing to let him go. Uh, normally, tells the story. I think Arsenal had to get roped in there. Three plus one. It's fucking. It's That's madness. the madness,
1: isn't it? That's yeah, the mad yeah. numbers
2: that are coming out on that. It thing. is a one plus one deal for William. Probably would have been uh, go, a good idea had he performed next year. I just think it's a, probably an area that where they don't really need somebody. It's probably money that they probably could have put aside and probably trying to got Coutinho on loan yeah. even for a year would have even made more sense, you know. Yeah. But uh, if I start trying to get back into the Champions League top four, I don't think they're going the right way about it. To be honest.
1: Yeah, it's it's a weird strategy that they're going for because they're going to go all out to toy I'm a yang down. I don't think he signed the new deal yet, but he's going to be if he sign. If they can get him to sign, it's going to be on crazy money. And they see the nonsense they have with Ozil at the moment, where they've given him a king's ransom. Don't play him. Uh, it's just an absolutely toxic one. Kev Su- Kev O'Sullivan throws in there. Maitland Noyles is told he can leave Arsenal tonight, so they're going to get rid of some of their younger utility players, and they're going to bring in older. I'm not saying Maitland-Nulls is uh, of the quality maybe that they do need. But, you know, they're going to replace him with, with the likes of a willy and it's, it's, it just makes much financial sense. It's a bit of a weird one, but sure, we'll leave them to it. Another couple I wanted to talk about was um, Everton. Good old Everton are linked with Alan from Napoli. Now, this one makes all the sense in the world. Because he is an Ancelotti type player and if they can get him into that midfield that can improve on the show that they have in there already. Um, Grace, what have you heard on that one or do you like the idea of that? Not from our point of view but from Everton's.
0: Unfortunately, I like that one and that would make good sense for Everton. They literally haven't and we discussed this in one of the preview shows with Everton-Liverpool post-Covid but they, I don't think they've got a, a holding midfielder or, or anyone who's got any physical presence. I know they've got Tom Davis, but he's totally not what I've just described. Yeah. Um, I don't think they've got anyone who's, who's got the physical capability or the engine that to, to sort of enforce the game Ancelotti usually likes playing. And Ancelotti you know, usually likes playing a very high-pressing game. And he likes his midfielders to be very much in your face type, and this kid is that. He's an absolute terrier. Yeah. He he roughed us up, man. Let's let's not get it twisted. He when he played against us, he he, he, he terrorised our midfielders. I know we had an off day, but even yeah. but um, he was all over us like a rash. He's your he's what Arsenal think Torreira is. You know yeah. he's he's what he's what he's he's the real deal, man. Um, I, I wanted it years ago. Very good. Uh, while you know, when you know, Fabinho sort of wasn't our club, and we were looking for a DM I, I was hoping we'd, we'd go and get Alan. He's that good. He's got the tenacity. He's got the. He's got the. He's a leader. He's everything what Everton haven't got. Um, and if I think they it, pull that one off, fair play to them.
2: I think it'll set a new bar for everything as well because I think that's the the Ilka player that they need to be shopping for if they really want to move forward because they've spent fucking an apparent amount of money on absolute yeah. shite in the last couple of years like that recruitment has been awful, awful, awful. But if they could, they could convince someone like this is the the Paula Angelotti like this is the difference having a totally. coach like Angelotti would make. Yeah. it does open up doors to get players like Alan in and. I think if they could build around him and hold on to Richarlison for another year, like they could at least have a crack and get themselves back into the Europa League spots with a decent a decent bit of recruitment. And I think Ireland yeah. would be a great start. I
0: can't remember who someone who just said, just before, I know you've got Kev's, Kevin O'Sullivan's comment, but someone said, um, compared him to Gattuso, yeah. he's got everything what Gattuso had, but this guy can play as well
1: yeah he's he's a good player and the figure being mentioned is about 25 million which coincidentally is the figure they were looking at for Hoiberg, so it looks like they have um a, a need in there and that's the the type of player they want to get um Heuberg, Alan you know good players. they bought him man Gabam and then last summer to play in oh, yes. holding midfield and he took a couple of scaldi- goals the that poor snap forward like so he never really um he never really got going but Look, it's it's one of them. Um, they've they, they they're a hit. they're on the verge of either you know, getting themselves a Sean. He said back into them Europa League places or falling off a cliff. Um, and I think they need to get this summer. I know they love winning the transfer window, but they really do need to pull out all the aces now because they've a squad there that they've spent so much money on and so much wages that they're in trouble if they don't get it right. Now, Alan is a good sign, and if they can get that one over the line, but. You know, don't be surprised if, if they're going in and bidding for bleeding Adam Lalana off Brighton before the start of the season because they're running out of options. You never know with Everton. Uh, another one linked as well. I we saw Eric Garcia being linked from Man City to Barcelona, which is a bit of a... I suppose in some ways it's a surprise, in other ways it's not. Um, Sean, you'll come to you. The, these Barcelona starlets that come out of La Masia and move out when they're 16, 17 always tend to get the itch to go back, don't they?
2: Yeah. 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 It's it's typical. Like, look, he's living in Manchester. He's not gonna want to stay around there. Like, he's gonna gonna get out there. And um, he actually, I thought, I thought he looked decent. Uh, yeah, he did. Very decent. when he came when he came back from the, the lockdown. But there you go. Like, I rate I rate Pep as a manager. I really do. But absolutely no interest in coaching that young player into being a player who could yeah. be a regular starter for Man City. And it just goes to show. And he want €30 million euros for him, don't they? So, yeah, I don't know. he uh, he'd probably end up somewhere like Sevilla if they end up getting rid of uh, uh, Diego, Diego Carloff, Carloff or something yeah. like that. Yeah, he would probably end up somewhere like there. But see,
1: apparently he apparently said that um, he wants Barca. He only wants Barca. And if City don't do a deal, he'll go for free next summer because he's only got a year left on his contract.
0: No, he's gone. Pep's admitted today. He, this has got the... The makings of another PK yeah. to, um, uh, to Barca from Man United. I think this guy's good. I really do. I think he's he's one of the, I think he's after Laporte, he's, in my opinion, he's the best centre-back at City. That's how highly I rate him
2: from yeah. what I've
0: seen of him. And um, absolutely brilliant that he's leaving them. You know, yeah. absolutely brilliant. Good riddance. Um, he's <sighs> going to Barcelona and good luck to the kid, man. I mean, who wants to be at City? That's the problem. You see, that's the thing. they are nothing club. It's, you know, who are they? They got all these. They've won all these titles and successes, but no one, you know, at the end of the day, no one cares about. Them.
1: And yeah. that's
0: it. He doesn't care about them. You know, they they might have nurtured him, given him game time. The moment so he, Barcelona...
2: He, he, it was him who went off injured against those. What, what? Was that that's against? Right. Uh, uh, and uh, was um, that against those or Arsenal? No, it was
1: was it Arsenal. He was. It looked like yeah. he was played, and he got cleaned out. Against yeah.
2: And he didn't even give him a look. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? He just yeah, went yeah, by yeah, on the yeah. stretcher
1: and he didn't even look yeah, down. It's, a, yeah. it's an excellent point. It's an excellent yeah. point. He just doesn't seem to want to coach some of the talent that he has and looks for a quick fix. And as Chris Brack puts in the chat there, you can't blame Garcia. Finally gets his chance, then City sign so Ake and looking for another centre back. Now, I know they have got holes at centre back. So if he's patient there, he might look and say, Rui, Laporte, Ake, and Bali, they're all left sided. And he the three of them, they're all left forward centre backs. So absolutely. He calls this is the thing,
0: but this is the thing with Pep and he's mad, isn't he? He does yeah. what no one else thinks about. So we I was discussing this as well. Uh, three centre backs, three left sided centre backs, three centre backs that have never played on the right side. Yeah. Now, unless this is an an absolute the, ingenious plan from Pep, it doesn't make any sense. There doesn't seem to be any thinking or strategy long-term strategy behind this is just bring by and then we'll just who who cares about the centre-back I'll make sure the rest of the team's you know sparkling with footballers and just keep the ball and we won't have to defend I mean that's what it looks like from the outset
1: and this isn't a new thing with Pep and centre-backs. So I remember when he was at Barcelona and he brought in Chigrinsky from, I think it was Shakhtar, Donetsk, or it could have been Dynamo sure. Kiev, And he spent huge money, could have been like 20 million or something at the time. And just, he played one or two games and just looked so well of his depth. In no way could he play the but Barcelona see,
2: style. He has that luxury at City. He's not under pressure to make signings that yeah. you players walk because they have no real value at City unless they're providing on the pitch like that's the only way to look at it Like Pep probably looks at it as 11 and then the 4 or 5 that he brings off the bench if if you're not doing that by him he's not even going to have a look at you he, he's in no way entitled to say oh yeah look there's Eric Garcia Do you know what hold for ya. he's been brilliant since the since uh, project restart uh, maybe we'll give him a run next year beside Laporte maybe they can develop some sort of a, no just throw money at it as per usual like like Chris said, like trying to reinvent the wheel. Like yeah, he's not going to play three left-sided centre backs in any formation next year. So he's I don't, I, I don't get him. I, I really don't get it. And like like you said, Keith, his track record of buying defenders is deplorable. Absolutely deplorable. It really is. It and when they terrible. could literally, when they could literally afford any centre back or defender in the world. Yeah. And yeah, they went as... to boy, they went to boy McGuire last year as well, yeah. which would also. It's very telling.
1: And that was their only one. You know, it was Maguire or nobody. Like They couldn't look at any other centre-back to fill a gaping hole they had. As Megan McCallion's at the point in the chat there, John Stone's leaving City as well. Otten could be leaving City. You know, there's an overhaul needed of their defence. I oh, just, happy days, because as we've all said there, he cannot, he can't build a defence for, for love our money. You know, it's 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 an absolute blind spot that he seems to have, and it's the, the glare and weakness that Man City have at the moment. So long may that continue. Just um, a quick one. I know we cater yeah.
0: for all in this show, and Alvo's yeah. Avo, a very good listener of us, so we've got to, got to answer his question. He said, what does Grizz think about the cricket today? I thought Pakistan was sensational today, Alvo and um, let's hope they can carry on and um, beat England
1: hey, hey. Big cricket community here on the day time. trippers um, right, yeah. we do love a bit of the old uh, cricket um, and, and Grizz is our go-to guy for that sort of stuff so it's good I to get a over
2: I thought Pakistan's fast bowling was outstanding today, to be honest. Yeah, see really a, I tell you, these
0: guys, we can yeah. everything
2: mate. Was, was, was <laughs> cricket much
1: swing men. on the pitch? I was worried yeah, about
2: cricket the men. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> are cricket men, yeah. oh, It was a uh, underhanded left drag with a uh, bit of top spin on it. It was lovely. It was great yeah, to watch.
1: That's what today. you love to see. You love to yeah. see the L there. Uh, the bit of give on the crease and all that. Look, it's... <laughs> this see, is what... All I is do what, is mention
0: cricket. Look at the lads.
1: coming out. have been waiting on the... We've been waiting. We have only get the cricket pod for a while and to, to we...
2: be honest with you, it's just it's it's subconscious so listening to Sky Sports when you listen to the yeah. ten minutes of football and then the forty minutes of cricket a day. <laughs> <I> <laughs> love just, that. It's just on in the background, you know.
0: I love yeah. that shout, the cricket pod. We've got to bring out the cricket pod.
1: <laughs> that, that's next on the list. Um so yeah, so that's um, just want to talk about Alexis the inter? Or is there any point in talking about that one? It's done, it gets a big, huge chunk of bleeding wages off. You just know, it's
2: the, the stat that came out that uh, Alexis Sanchez costs Manchester United 28 grand per touch. That is outrageous. <laughs> it's that, the that worst, is. it's the worst bit of business in Premier League history. It has
1: it's gonna be. be, it has yeah. to be, and they'll say they didn't pay. Transfer fee was they no. got him cheap or whatever, it and it was a little tardy and going the completely
2: other way wrecked the structure out of the club as well. Like, yeah. it's, done, it's still it's, it's damn it. does damage even after he's gone, like you know what yeah. I mean,
1: and there will be for years to come. Especially yeah. the way they look, Jaden Sancho could be a great player for them when he goes there, but he's getting put on a huge wage already, supposedly, and that's all historical from the the shit money they start throwing out to sanchez that's now gone to the Gea and pogba you know it's just opened up a blade and kind of worms for them it's a, it's a shame i heard the rumor they had to pay top dollar but to get them off the wage bill so that's good you know that's good we won't dwell too much on them there, but there, are brutal a little section we're going to look at now going forward and um, we just thought look We can talk about transfers and there may be days when there's not much happening in the in the Mill. So we're going to look at a player that we all think could be one to watch for the future. Now, it might be a wonder kid, which it is in this instance. It might be a player that's maybe in his 20s, but has slipped under the radar. And we're just going to have a little chat about them and see what teams they could um, they could talk about you know, transfers where you could see them fitting in and things like that. So Shani, you've suggested a first player that we're gonna talk about for this week. Um, do you wanna start us off there?
2: Yeah, it's Ray Cherky from Lyon. Um sixteen years of age and one one player who I seen seen him playing in the French Cup because I walk with a couple of French lads, a couple of lads who are Lyon fans and PSG fans and when Fekir was gone, they were like, nah nah Shirky is, is coming through. We have Shirky there. They're even pawning off a wire because they know Shirky mm-hmm. is the real deal. And what's Olaz? Olaz came out to say that he's the best talent they've ever had yeah. at Leon. Above, and they've had some talent.
1: They've had some talent.
2: He, yeah. He's he, above Benzema, above Ben Arfe, above all of these players who were top, top draw. He's 16, and um, and he just looks like the absolute business. Like another one of these French kids coming through. Uh, Algerian born French lad yeah. as well. Who, let's be honest. Uh, if that, if that's on your passport or in your DNA, you, you have a, a decent bloodline to follow because it's like zidane Even Fekir going along. Ben Arfa was another one. Uh, yeah, he so looks amazing. like a, a supreme talent, like really, really good footballer. And, there's already talks that Real Madrid are trying to snap him up already, and he's only yeah. 16. So it yeah, not definitely won't keep an eye on if you haven't seen anything of
1: Grace Have you seen much of Cherokee?
2: Normally I'm very sharp
0: with with uh, talent, especially in France and Lyon but I haven't I haven't checked this guy out, but I trust Shawnee. And if they say he's better than bigger talent than Hossam or have you say yeah. his name, because for me for me, that kid is the best central midfielder, young central midfielder in the world. Mm. And if if these mans are saying that, I'm using mans again, in it Matt's going to be on my case in the WhatsApp. But yeah. If these mans are if these mans are saying that yeah. um, this kid is the best, most talented of all of them,
2: wow. Yeah, he's magic. Like he looks like he, he's one of them players that looks like he's completely mouldable. Like his understanding of the game, he could end up being a number eight. He could end up being a uh, number ten. He could end up being yeah. a centre forward, he could end up being a wide player, like a hazard. Yeah. Like he's still
1: growing, isn't he? He's still he's, he's not. so
2: good. He's developer. so skillful. And you can just see he's one of them players who he knows what he's doing with the ball before he's even gone. He's just taking players out of the game. He knows where the goal is. He's one to definitely keep an eye out on. Look and even if throw Leon on because they're gonna start using him now because they're, they're going there's going to be a few outgoings. but uh, just have a look at him. He's magic. Like some of the stuff he's doing with the football. Look, Kieran time there. That is a superb show. He's like a hybrid of Zidane and Del Piero. That's yeah. how he's just glides with the ball. It's so effortless for him. He looks, he looks incredible. I, I can't. I'm actually gonna follow his journey now because there's already talk like. Uh, my missus is Spanish so we do have there's a programme that does be on and I call El uh, Chiringuito, and they do the Real Madrid are hung up on that kid Camavinga now at the moment uh, from Rennes like they that hung up on him and then they're saying they're going to get him and then Zidane has personally requested this shaky lad before he goes anywhere else like and I'm just saying like City and all are going to spludge 50-60 million on who on are cut out the middle man and do yeah. whatever it takes to get this kid out because he just looks like he's going to be ridiculous.
1: It's funny you mention that because um, Zidane, I think, is going to be the deciding factor in this move because I think yeah. Zidane is his idol as a lot of these, you know, North African descended French players. You know, he is the. Pink I think. Leader. I
2: think he's gone on record saying that Fecker is actually his idol. Like he took Fecker's jersey at Lyon eighteen. So the the original is like, for
1: me there, Sean. You know no, him?
2: no, but like obviously Zidane <laughs> oh, being I'm guessing, I'm guessing. Uh, Zidane's a the good
0: man. father, man, Zidane,
1: yeah. Algerian, the yeah. yeah, he's he. If yeah, you're that like Leon, Fekir is gonna be the one you're looking up to. Is yeah. the coming
2: yeah. yeah, yeah, But like the, I'm not not the point. But obviously, like you said, end game. If Zidane is still manager at Real Madrid, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Algerian-born French men. Wants you to come and play for him. You're going to go and play for him, you know what I mean? Simple. Yeah, it's it's simple as that. Once you yeah. keep an
0: eye on, basically.
2: Yeah, That's yeah,
0: exactly what the title says.
2: But uh, th- to be honest with you, I don't think it's going to be long before he blows up. To be honest, he might play tomorrow night against Juventus in the Champions yeah. League. He could play. He'd definitely be on the bench. Uh, next year, in the year at 17, 18, everyone yeah. is going to be all over him. Like, it, it, uh, this isn't me being ahead of the curve. I actually thought that this was pretty well known how special that this kid was going to be. Look, I think he scored a hat-trick on his debut for Lyon.
1: He's only played um, something like 16, 12 games. I have it out down 12 games and he scored three goals and he were in the cup. Yeah. But that doesn't tell. You know, you might look at them figures and say, what's he doing? The talk is all coming out. It's all the hype around this kid is going around. I thought he played much more than that because I've heard the name going back a good while and I thought he was much more established than when I went and checked it, that he doesn't have Is that he in the mould
0: of... Is in the mould of, oh, what a talent he was,
1: Ben alpha He
2: is in the Yeah, of ben yeah. yeah he's yeah. the one that yeah. he
1: compared him to the most.
2: From just complete flair, grace, Everything is yeah. flair and, and intelligence. Like, there's a, he played, um, see, when I was walking in the office, I'd be just sitting there and he used to put the away for youth league games on and Man City were in Leon's group this year and he took the piss. He was a complete let above everyone else on the pitch. Like, they couldn't get near him, could not get near him. Cool. Yeah, it's
1: it's definitely it's it's the the sort of player that everyone should be keeping an eye on going forward. Kylian Mbappe came out and said he's he's the one to watch, you know, and Mbappe. Yeah, that's right the, as well, yeah. Mba-
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, and generational talent is thrown around like it's nothing these yeah. days in in terms of football. I think there's one generational talent around at the moment. That would be Mbappe. There's a case be made for Trent Liverpool boys aside He's he's redefining what it is to be a right back, yeah. but Sherky does look like he could be one to really kick on, and I hopefully, like he doesn't follow, um, what happened with the likes of Ben Arfa. Like Ben Arfa was pff, at Lyon and it was crazy. Insane talent. It was yeah. Insane talent.
0: I hopefully,
2: I he can, yeah, hopefully he can break the duck and really kick on because look, as football fans, you want you want to see players light the game up like this. Since Ronaldinho retired, there hasn't been many to do it. Obviously, Messi has given us many great moments in the Champions League. And Neymar is another one who, who's yeah. great to watch. And he's not everyone's cup of tea, but this kid is electric. Like, he's he really, like, I can't wait to see what happens to him.
1: So, Promo's asking, what's the player's name we're talking about? It's Rayan Cherky off... Um... Leon and he really is one to watch so this is just something like we said that we're going on the transfer shows we're just throwing a little player that one of us will select and we'll just have a little chat about to watch that could be linked with moves or might be further down the line you know in a year or two but we thought to start off no one better than Cherokee to start off with in in that sense Um, so before we go I just want to thank everyone in the chat we had a lot of viewers in tonight I don't know what our like count ended up on 146 so thanks very much but there's still 140 years then that didn't like us so get liking Uh, I just want to mention about the predictor race game that we have um going at the moment that anyone that hasn't done it the gav put out a video on the youtube channel just explaining what it is it's 50 predictions 50 questions that you predict the answer to you email your your answers into predictor.ace at gmail.com and you'll be going into the into the draw then for the rest of the season, there'll be prizes to give out. Um you can enter, it's free. Obviously, everything we do is free. So you can enter as many times or to get the family to enter, you know, spread the word. All we'll ask is that, you know, if you if you're watching the channel, give us a like, give us a subscribe, hit the bell icon and all that stuff, and you could be in with a chance of winning some prizes throughout the season because we're very generous like that. Um so yeah, if you haven't done it yet, look out on it and give it a go. It's a bit of a crack at the end of the day. We'll be talking about it as the season goes on, giving little updates on how people's predictions may be going and who could be leading the chase and who might be on the bottom I know Grizz is a, a man of uh, he doesn't like to brag when he's doing well in the day trippers uh, fantasy league he he made a late charge at the end Grizz didn't you in the fantasy premier yeah I had uh, a disastrous
0: start but you know I promised the lads I'm going to finish in the top four I ended up finishing third uh, next season is my season as they say
1: there you go. Sean, what do you make of that? Carry on from Grizz.
2: I think he was unlucky. I think Grizz made the same mistake I did this year, going heavy on Liverpool defence to start and we were yeah. fucking, couldn't keep a clean sheet to save our <laughs> life, I think. So, so uh, yeah, I'm coming back for my crown as well next year as well. But, uh,
0: you've had a, you've had a very serious injury this season, so you're going to be fully fit next season. But, but to be, really be fair,
2: good. to be fair, out of group, Andy won. For, but, um, yeah. Monetary gain. I'm the only one who made money this oh, no, year. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So who's the <laughs> because, real winner?
2: <laughs> because Matt was stupid enough to make a bet after four weeks that he was gonna beat me, and I knew he, <laughs> I, I knew he'd be sleeping at the wheel at some stage, and I just <laughs> steamrolled him. So uh, who's the real fair winner? Play. There you fair go. Play, there you play. go.
1: There's only one real winner. So look, we'll call that a night then, lads. Thanks for joining me, Shawnee Lawson. Thanks very much.
2: Cheers, pal Thanks Pleasure for having me
1: on. Good stuff. And Grizz, the, the transfer man, thank you very much for coming on no and giving problem, us a, your insight Cheers, and your man. knowledge onto all things transfers. And everyone in the chat, it was kicking tonight. It was great. Loads of debate, loads of names. Thanks for your, your contribution. Um, we've been the day trippers. This has been the Transfer Agenda Show. I've been your host, Keith Plunkett, and I bid you all good night. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. Introducing Force Factor Fundamentals. Exclusively at The Vitamin Shop, these men's health essentials have clinically studied ingredients like biopurine for enhanced absorption. Yohimbine, pine bark, and L-arginine can help you strengthen blood flow and heighten passion with doses that may bring you the results you crave. Now you can save 20% on Force Factor, including the fundamentals at The Vitamin Shop. Get these men's health game changers in your life at any The Vitamin Shop store or vitaminshop.com.